Now Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. here at the Bob and Ray Show, and we uh, have a, a, another full program for you. We have a very small turnout, Bob. Uh, what happened today? I, I noticed, uh, <clears throat> I thought they were going to come in at the last minute, but they didn't. No, the last minute has come and gone, and we still don't have too many people. There's one fellow in the back there with a... Uh... That's the fellow with the ladder hoisin up yeah. back there? Uh, I think he's here for the commercial later. Uh, sir? Would you cut that out now? Fine. We'll this cut turn it. comes later. Mm-hmm. Put that on that big white guitar there. That and a lot of hoisin he's wearing. Adds to the act, but we can't. Uh, <clears throat> we have something else to open program today. Right. All right, Mr. Music, if you would please, our sports theme for Chat with Champions. Welcome to Chat with the Champions, a few minutes devoted to personalities who cracked various kinds of records. And today's champion, Mr. Carl Nall, who last week completed the longest letter ever written. Step up to our Chat with the Champions microphone, Carl Nall. Well, thank you. Thank you for the kind reception here. Thank you. I just... Uh... I just, uh... Carl Nall, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Carl Nall. I'm here, I'm here. Thank you, everyone, thank you. Uh, I'd like to, uh... Yes, sir. I'd like to... Yes, sir, the great Carl Nall. How about that? Thank you. Well, thank you uh, very much for your heartwarming greeting here. I'm as glad to be here as you folks are. Thank you very much. Carl, uh, before our official installation of the Bob and Ray Hall of Fame... Would you tell our listeners how many pages your championship-length letter ran? Well, uh, my championship-length letter ran to 12,344 pages. How about that, everybody? Thank you very much. (laughs) And the former championship-length letter, a record uh, held by Willis Dale, ran to 12,343 pages. One page less than yours, Carl Nall, but one page... uh, more was uh, all it needed, wasn't it? That's right. Well, I didn't want to rub uh, Willis Dale's nose in it exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, I just wanted to edge past his record. Frankly, I think I could have gone on for another 6,000 pages easy. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, sir, the mark of a true champion. A winner who regards his opponent with respect and dignity. Well, he's not a bad chap, Bob. Well, uh, your 12,344-page letter had to stand up under the grueling inspection of the National Long Letter Committee. How long was it before you heard that you were the official champion in that category? Uh, Twelve weeks. You see, the judges had to read the letter to see whether it made sense. Uh Uh-huh. You can be disqualified if the letter rambles. Now, the championship-length letter I wrote went to a friend of mine in Bassett, Montana, Norm Kensington, and it made plenty of sense. And uh, your friend Norm Kensington returned the letter to you, and it's here in the studio with us today, propped up on a dolly, and if one of our attendants will roll it in, we'll take a look. Now, that's the baby there, yes. Thank you very much. Carl, Carl Nall, 
Most of us are poor letter writers. Uh, it's kind of something we try to get over with in a hurry. So would you, a champion long letter writer, read us an excerpt from your letter and show us just how it's done, will you? Well, sure. I'll just uh, pick a page at random. Let's see. Uh, well, this one, page uh, 6,159. I'll start right from the top. Okay, go ahead, Carl. And the rain here continues to come down, heavily at times, not so heavily at other times. Now, as in the case with rain, uh, most of the area being rained upon is wet. Oh, and Norm, I don't have to tell you what a wet pavement looks like, but if you don't know what it looks like, it's kind of slick. More than slick, I would say. Slippery might be a better way to describe uh, what it's like. And if it rains tomorrow, we'll have the same conditions all over again. Slick, slippery pavement made wet by this rain that continues to fall. Carl Dahl, no. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Carl Dahl. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, champion long letter writer Carl Dahl, for appearing with us here on Chat with the Champion. Goodbye. Will you sit down in the audience? It uh, gives the appearance of having more people. That was a really beautiful letter. That other fellow thought you were going to have it. Oh, no, not you. <clears throat> Carl. Carl Nall, and uh, if you could be a little more quiet and sitting down, it would Certainly, you Bob and Ray. I see one or two more people have been uh, brought into the studio to. But they're. Oh, what's that? They're uh, putting one down. They're letting him lie down. I guess he's not too well. Oh, it's from some quiz show. Over some him. other program, I guess, yes. Some TV quiz show. What do you say right now we put that uh, yodeler to work and uh, present here a message from the watchmakers of Switzerland? Okay, buddy, you're on. Oh, that's very catchy, sir. Yes. Yes, but. You only have a minute, though, sir. Get to the message, will you? Please. With vacation, for your little with vacation. Win a fabulous vacation for two in beautiful Switzerland. Enter the Swiss Vacation Contest. It's easy. Nothing to buy. Pick up a free entry blank at a jewelry store or other store that sells quality watches. Then in 25 words or less, complete this statement. A quality watch is the best value because there are 1,000 prizes. First prize, a 21-day vacation for two in Switzerland. You fly deluxe Swiss Air both ways. Visit many colorful places. All expenses paid for two people plus $500 extra spending money. Second, third, and fourth prizes, 15-day Swiss vacations for two. Also, four mink stoles, eight Bolex movie cameras and projectors, 12 Hermes typewriters, 160 $100 watches, 812 gala assortments of Tobler Swiss chocolates. Enter the Swiss Vacation Contest today. Free entry blanks at your jewelry store. For your pleasure, we present part one of the Bob and Ray two-part drama to be concluded with part two next week. And now, part one. All right, all right, so I did it. I got nothing to be ashamed of. My house is clean. Is yours? That's not the point, Jerry. Have you told anyone about this? Ted Wilson. You told Ted Wilson? 
Well, why shouldn't I have, George? Of all the people not to tell. Jerry, don't you know Wilson's reputation? He's the biggest thief on the street. There isn't a man who trusts him. He's a swindler, a cheat, a liar. Jerry, Ted Wilson's strictly no good. And look. Oh, uh, hold, hold it, Ray. <clears throat> this isn't part one of our two-part drama. Well, it sounds more like part two, doesn't it? Yeah. Part one starts with a scene at a cocktail party. I remember that. All right. Well, we'd better take it from the top, the cocktail party. All right. Once again, part one of the Bob and Ray two-part drama to be concluded with part two next week. Are you all having fun, dears? I am. I think I'm going to kick off my shoes. Let down my hair. Betty, don't you think Amanda's going at it a little too hard, a bit too fast, perhaps? I think so, Don. I'm worried, too. She looks a little schizoid, if you ask me. Well, I don't think that, Betty. Amanda's too self-sufficient to her. She gets a bit too mature to fall into a typical schizoid pattern. I'd say she was paranoid, though. Well, that's how much you know. Well, let me tell you. Excuse me. Which is the hostess? I'd like to pay my respects to her. Uh, uh, she's over there. I'll call her. Amanda! There's an available male over here wants to meet you. Well, thank you very much. So you're the famous Amanda Potter. Guilty kind, sir. Forgive me. But I've been watching you from across the room. Your your face. Well, it's like a shaft of sunlight so cheerful. I'm an artist, and I'd like you to sit for me. Uh, certainly, Amanda. Get me a chair. What a fabulous sense of humor you have. I feel as though I've known you a lifetime, and yet I don't even know your name. Ted Wilson's the name. Wait a minute. Isn't there more to part one, Bob? Yes, but uh, we started on part two, and it ate into the time that we had for the whole thing, see? Well, uh, what will we show next week? Well, the folks just heard the opening of part two and the good portion of part one... Well, then we'll have to complete the end of part one and pick up the middle of part two. Right, oh, and it's going to happen here next week on the Bob and Ray two-part drama. You know, it seems like this time of year lots of folks wind up suffering from cold miseries. And if this happens to you, here's how you can get relief fast with four-way cold tablets. Hi, I'm Mel Torme, getting ready to record some new songs. I don't mind these rehearsal sessions, but I dread a nasty cold. What kind of music can I make with body aching, feeling hot and feverish? I have to shake off cold miseries fast. So I take four-way cold tablets. Then I begin to feel better right away. Good advice, Mel. Four-way is the fast way to relieve cold distress, even of virus colds. Clinical tests of all the leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting. In minutes, four-way's exclusive formula speeds wonderful pain reliever into your bloodstream and all through your body. In the same time, the other leading brands showed no trace of pain-relieving medicines. None of the other leading cold tablets, only four-way, started so fast to relieve all these cold miseries. Relieves muscular pains, headache. Reduces fever. Calms upset stomach. Also overcomes irregularity. Today, get four-way cold tablets, the fast way to relieve those nasty cold miseries. Four-way, only 29 cents. Now to a large metropolitan newspaper research department where Wally Ballou is about to conduct a very interesting interview. Wally Ballou about to conduct a very interesting interview. 
As part of every metropolitan newspaper, there's Call an away. office where... Call it when I'm on here yet. Well, oh. I haven't got the go-ahead from uh, Master Control. Well, my timing says we should be on, though. I don't care about your timing. No need to talk into a desk. All right, Ed, Wait a minute. Go ahead. I just got the go-ahead. We on now? Yeah. We're on the air now? Yeah. Lee Ballou speaking from uh, a large metropolitan newspaper. Your mic was on, Ballou. What... You you put me in the saddle about four times on that. That sound like I'm I'm uh, upcutting you. Let me continue here, will you please? Well, uh, just cut it out. Don't have very Made much time. Made a monkey time. out of uh, we engineers long enough. Peeking from the office yeah, where questions bit. of all types are answered uh, by people who phone in uh, wanting to know various things. And one of the oh, experts I here, I think his name is Lester. Uh, just put the phone down, Lester. Could you tell us a little bit about the questions that are asked of you here? Uh, well, yes, we get many calls here, Mr. Blue, in the course of a day, uh, not only from those who work on the newspaper, but people uh, who are settling arguments or discussions or one thing or another. I see the light on the phone is blinking. There must be a call coming in. Yeah. Do you want to get that? Hello. Uh, hello, is this the newspaper? Your mic ain't on. <laughs> is this the newspaper? Yes. Uh, how many, uh, how much garbage is tossed out every day in New York City? Oh, well, I'll, uh... What was the question he was asking? I want to know how much garbage is tossed out every day in New York City. Do you have the answer to that? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, we have about a pail every day. Multiply that by about, was it, 8 million people? Yes, approximately. Hello? Yes? About 8 million cans a day uh, probably get thrown out, sir. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Certainly, uh, it's interesting to see these phones light up and the questions. Come in. What's the favorite question people ask of you, uh, Lester? Uh, I think the, the most favorite question is, uh, what's new? A lot of people call it and say, what's new? Uh-huh. I what, don't... What would the second uh, most, uh, most frequently asked question be? Uh, well, this week uh, we've had about 4,000 calls uh, about, is it true that only four hairs on the chin of a badger are suitable for a fine... Uh, Expensive shaving brush. I see. Very interesting. True, and, uh, incidentally. Our thanks uh, for letting us go behind the scenes of a large uh, newspaper here. This is Ali Ballou, attorney. Now, here's a word from the Bob and Ray Bird in 10 seconds. A word from the Bob and Ray Bird. Shame on you. Thank you. Till tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by your thumbs. Award-winning Gunsmoke shoots to entertain Sunday on the CBS Radio Network. CBS Radio Network.